And what's going on? What's going on? Hey, welcome back to the Millennial Masterclass Podcast. I am one third of the collective. They call me the prettiest one. Yes, that's right. They say it. I know people <laughs> are, again? look, you know what it is. Don't deny what we have and what is the truth. Bro, we're twins, so if you're pretty, I'm pretty. Like, I, I didn't say you weren't. Nobody said you weren't. It wasn't <laughs> but you like, know the prettiest. <laughs> okay. Call me Tris, T-H-N, Lottie Dottie, you know, on, on in some circles. But we're going to throw it right over to the great state of Texas. What's going on? Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Leslie, a.k.a. L.O.R.L., Helen from Texas. We'll just say Texas because I'd be all over these parts. So, um, but, you know, from Temple. What's going on, y'all? Hey, Me. everybody. Oh, it's Lord. your girl, Shona oh, May Rose. <laughs> I'm hailing in from your beautiful state of Mobile, Alabama. Um, you can call me Shauna Dawn if we nasty. Oh, How y'all doing today? We're fine, Shauna May. We are <laughs> fine. Am I saying that correctly? It's Shauna May Rose. Shauna May Rose. Shauna May Rose. Yes. Can we get a new co-host? <laughs> so what a lot of people don't know is that um, Sean just come down with a, a terrible case of Lyme disease. Fucking around the ticks. <laughs> of Lyme disease? And look, look, it's what it is. I didn't want to speak about it. It's her business. And so Shauna May will sit in from time to time. But if you don't mind passing the mic over to the hospital bed, just so we can talk to Sean just for two seconds, <laughs> we would appreciate it. So if, if you could, just, just pass hey, it right everybody. on over. What's going get- on, Sean? It's so good to hear your voice, man. What's going on hey, in D.C., Maryland? How is everybody doing today? We're good. Better how is Shauna May? She still how how are six kids? <laughs> Not all six kids <laughs> on that farm. I done told that girl stop trying to get on this podcast. She crazy. <laughs> we knew. We knew we knew from the start. But you know she has good energy. And you know, we we support our people around here. So you know what it is. Either way, y'all, we are the collective. We are the millennial masterclass podcast, servicing all millennial issues for that whole age range. That's what we cater to here. Yes, we want other generations to listen. Gen Alpha. Well, they all might be a little young, but Gen Z, Gen X, you know, the baby boomers. I asked my mother the other day, I was like, Mom, you know what generation you follow? And she said, I don't know what the hell that is that's for you young folks so so, we just we want all y'all to listen and have a good time you know have a laugh on us and you'll take a little something away for the rest of your week so what did y'all do this weekend my weekend wasn't super eventful but like i did not you asked the answer oh no i'm gonna answer i'm gonna answer it's gonna happen it felt right to do so i'm jumping in like water at the pool on the first day i'm the first one in the pool yes (laughs) In the deep end, 12 feet. Talk to me. No, but seriously, what did y'all do this weekend? What happened? Um, I was home this weekend, which was a change of pace, which was nice. Um, How was that, though? Because I know you don't be at home. You don't like to keep your I know. home. Yeah, I know. These last two months have been wild. But no, it was actually nice just to, you know, be in my own bed and got some errands done. Adulting, had to get an oil change, entire rotation, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was about that time. So, yeah, and then you know, just helping family and everything like that. So um, it was pretty chill. Sean, did you do anything fun? Are we living vicariously through you? <laughs> I mean, she got Lyme disease. You don't know if she can walk away. Right <laughs> if so. I'm showing the May Rose right now. <laughs> Yo, I- hearing my voice over again on the podcast I was so like cringe the whole time I was like yeah I'm not gonna use my regular speaking voice I'm not <laughs> oh my god that is right y'all so just... people forget I don't know if people know but that we dropped our first episode so <laughs> shout out to that but we had our first episode we've gotten some decent feedback from it but please go out there share tell your friends to tell a friend to tell a few hoes to tell you the drug dealer from down the street to tell they pastor to come listen to this show you know i want we're inclusionary i don't want to keep people out that's all i'm saying that's it 
exclusive like a Rihanna Savage Fenty show is. Did y'all watch that? Just a side note. Yes. He had um, a pregnant woman in there and like what? Yes, that was dancing. That on a runway dancing. stage. Yeah. You yeah. said a pregnant girl. She she was pregnant. Yeah. Oh, on the first show, she had a, a girl that was pregnant as well. Um, mm-hmm. girl with the gap. I can't think of what her name. Oh yeah, was. that was the second show. Um, uh, Slick Woods. That was last yeah. year. And this year was a different. Can, can we just rub back what we just said? There's a girl named Slick Woods with a gap who's pregnant. That was in a fashion show. This was last wow, year. Wow, what a what a time to be alive. What a time. She also did some time on uh, Love and Hip Hop, but that's another. What story. a time to be alive. <laughs> that's all I can say. I will say that I have been especially interested in Fenty, not because like of the beautiful products they make for the women, because they do. I have myself purchased some of those for my lady myself. I get it. It's it's a great thing. But they have men's products now. Like they yeah. got drawers and stuff for dudes. I was like, I'm yeah. about to get a couple pairs. They won't sell too. So you shout know, out to Ms. Robin Fenty. Rihanna is doing a thing. And she's also about to open up some actual um, brick and mortar stores for her Fenty. So it's going to be what? with secrets. Yep. Is it going to be in New York first? I did first? not know that. Um, I don't know. They haven't uh, disclosed actual locations yet, but I think it was like her VP of marketing. Someone uh, had an interview and she said, yeah, that's what they're gearing up for next year. The actual. I wonder if she ain't making no damn music. That's <laughs> You know, I is. think she's really just waiting. She's getting all this stuff out the way so that when she does drop music, number one, she'll have all these ducks, you know, in a row, but also the world being a much better stage where she can drop a tour as well. Mm. So she can really like capitalize off of her new music and the hype and stuff. So I think she's just waiting for the right moment, which will probably be sometime next year. I mean, I believe it. And she made me do so. Well, party next door. They made me believe it. It was a whole thing. So I know. I love that song. I'm here for it. Cause she gave us a little crumb of music. You know, she was just like, I'm gonna give y'all a little something, something. That's it. That was really what it was. It was a crumb. So shout out, shout out to Miss Fenty. We fuck with you, girl. We do. Yeah. And uh, anytime you want to stop by, you have an open invitation to the show. Just, you know, give yes, us a hand. Hit us up on Instagram, Millennial Masterclass Podcast. Please hit us up on there. Hit us up on the Twitters. All, just all, all, all the portals of the web. Hit us up on there. Please do. I want to hear your engagement you. as well, too. I couldn't hear what you said. What'd you say? Oh, I said bring some lingerie and makeup with you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to be a savage? Uh, all my for I got you. Mm-hmm. Are y'all putting a, are y'all putting a request list together? Like, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> Look, I can do it for you, Riri. I could be one of these like influencer girls on the Grammy or lingerie. Let's do it. Come oh on. my god! Body positivity. <laughs> Well, as we do here on the Millennial Masterclass, we do have a little segment we like to call the Bulletin Board, and we're going to jump right into it. Let's take it away. All right, y'all. So yeah, a lot was going on this past week. First of all, did y'all know Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp was down, or were y'all just so busy being whatever that y'all didn't even notice? I'm be honest with you, I had no fucking idea. I thought it was my fucking phone. So (laughs) this black person, I like turned off my internet, disconnected from my internet, disconnected back. I'm like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with my phone? I tried Instagram first, and I'm like, let me try Facebook. That didn't work. I'm like, what? The old head's not on Facebook? What's happening right now? (laughs) I turned my phone off. Old head's quiet. So So I'm like going on internet sites and shit i'm like yo what the fuck is it only the in- only social media turn my phone off and back on try it again and i was like all right fuck it i don't know what's going on and then i got a text message that was like yeah you know social media is down i'm like oh that's what was happening was i thought time. it was my phone <laughs> i said that <laughs> if my lady hadn't told me i would never have known the shit was down like i went in there for five seconds i was like it's just being slow iphone trash whatever and i just went on about the rest of my day later on she was like oh yeah you know instagram is down. I'm like, what really? I was like, oh yeah, it is. 
face down. Huh, well. Kind of similar to y'all. Like I, you know, was just randomly trying to scroll on Instagram and I kept seeing the same picture of this, this girl we actually went to Howard with. It was always the first picture. I'm is like, she good looking? She's married. And so I was Doesn't like, no matter. I'm curious. She can still be a beautiful black queen. So the picture would not change as I kept trying to scroll. I'm like, what's going on? And then I'm a business Slack group that I'm in and, you know, we use Instagram and stuff and social media to promote. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, um, Instagram and um, Facebook is down today or down right now. Da-da-da, just give me all a heads up. So that's when I told y'all. So I was like, okay, let me see what's going on. And I have another friend who like messaged me to like, you know, let me know. So like it started getting word around town. Like, hey, social media is down, Instagram's down, that kind of thing. So, yeah. So basically what Facebook is saying, they released a statement because there was all kinds of like theories going around what's going on. So they're chalking Quick it up. Question. Did y'all think about this stuff? This is the only thing that stopped memes from happening. Because where else do you share the memes? Because, you know, like, whenever some shit Twitter. like this happens, there's a meme about it, right? Twitter was still so, the same. Twitter. Twitter. And Twitter oh, they were on Twitter? They were, okay, well, whatever. It was, Never mind. It was just Twitter Facebook, was Instagram, and WhatsApp because Facebook owns all three. They do, yeah. So, yeah. So, Twitter was capitalizing off of that. Twitter said hello to literally everyone. <laughs> they tweeted that out, like, welcome back. <laughs> we still oh. here, girl. I definitely got on Twitter, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Twitter was right. behind it, clearly. I knew it was going to be something fucking funny. That's like, I get on Twitter when like award shows come on or like- Different shows that I watch. Mm-hmm. Shit I get on and I'll be like looking at what people are the saying. Hashtag, that's what I do. I, I have to see what they're saying about whatever I'm watching. Facebook said it wasn't caused by malicious activity. Instead, the incident occurred- Now I don't believe it. Just because you I, said that. Nobody believes it. But instead, an incident occurred when an engineer doing routine maintenance work issued a command which unintentionally took down- all the connections in our backbone network, effectively disconnecting Facebook data centers globally. He slipped on a banana so peel and fell on the button. They couldn't just back in. <laughs> Love it a little oh bit. God. What'd oh you say? Fuck out of here. No, somebody did something. Stop it. Stop so it. One person who had this all this power. So they just trying to fire one person and say it was him. And then oh, and then cl- they claim he lost seven billion, right? Or did was it more? Yeah, the stock. Mm. people gotta get fired now. Yeah, they claim Zuckerberg seven, lost seven billion dollars from like it being out for just that long. Do you know they did a stat? They were like I don't Zuckerberg. Feel bad for that has enough money to move. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. I'll tell you how much that is. They compared Mark Zuckerberg how much money he lost to the NBA salaries, and it was three billion more than all the NBA salaries combined. Oof. Yeah, I just looked it Talk up. About it how much money that is? Eighteen billion. He has one hundred and eighteen billion. Oh my god. Yeah, but I mean, like, think about it this way: if I had one hundred eighteen dollars and lost seven, I might be a little upset though. But I mean, no, upset. not if you had that much. It's going to be like losing seven pennies. Like, seven, nah, has- because seven a billion is always a billion. Like, it's never not a billion. Like, if I have a billion dollars, you can make some shit happen. There aren't too many problems you can't solve with a billion dollars. There's nothing that you can make happen with $17. <laughs> right, right. But what I'm saying not is scale. I'm talking about them. scale. I can pay for my dinner and some gas. The fuck? What you mean? Like, you can get dinner and gas. Well, I guess if you get McDonald's. That's what I'm saying. You get you a $5 meal and put you a few dollars in the tank. <laughs> like, all I'm saying is you got to do it by scale. You got to do it by scale. So, sure. like, I don't know what moves he makes. Maybe he was trying to buy this yacht that was $20 billion. Now he got to wait. Well, oh, speaking my God. of what so- moves, 
he was trying to make. So terrible. Fuck that. I so mean, I'm just were, saying, I don't know. There were quite a few theories going around. One that I saw was that it was a deliberate reset because of the 60 Minutes interview that an employee who used to work there did and um, an upcoming interview that he had. And it says he isn't slick. It took six hours to scrub the site that already ruined our country. He doesn't care about that money. He's more worried about spending time in federal prison. So basically the interview that, um, I forgot her name, the woman did, she used to work at the company. She's basically saying like Facebook knowingly allows like certain stuff to to post that causes, you know, dissension between people. Um, it negatively affects people and they know this, but they care more about making money than the well-being of its users. So that's been a big hot topic since the interview dropped. That interview literally dropped and then a couple of days later this happened. So there's this thing like, is this correlation? Is he trying to hide something? Like what's really going on type of thing? So people are throwing out their theories for sure. Oh, I, you know what? I am here for that theory though. <laughs> it's not like it doesn't make sense because let's be real if i own facebook you would think that my encryption will be strong as fuck let's just be real like you are a tech giant so you should be able to have an encryption that people can't crack right like nobody could just slip right. on a banana pill and turn it off so it does make <laughs> sense that he would try to erase whatever that was to cover something up that probably is probably the the most plausible theory yeah and i think um time will tell i think as more continues to be revealed about what happened and about what's really going on in Facebook. I mean, I don't know if y'all saw, did y'all ever watch, was it The Social Dilemma on Netflix? Social, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? The, the Netflix dilemma. or the movie, The, the Social Network? Social media. No, what is it called? That movie on Netflix where like basically went behind Instagram and Facebook and how they are. You I think know. it is The Social Dilemma. I think it is. I think so too. Yeah, so that was very like eye-opening to where like, yeah, The Social Dilemma where a lot of the people who work for these huge um, social media and tech companies don't even allow their own children on the sites because they know how damaging it can be for like kids and their minds and stuff like that so it was just very telling and it goes behind the scenes and like literally shows you like how they target certain people with specific ads and specific like videos and stuff like that um which ties into this whole idea of like these companies know how they're affecting a person's mind and their overall well-being but they care more about the dollar than about like putting out healthy and beneficial content versus destructive kind of content and divisive content. I mean, that's always the case. I mean, what is fast food? You know, same deal. Yeah, it's America. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I just feel like if I go to Popeye's, we literally, it's the same thing. It's just that one is for the mind and one you actually put inside your body. True. You know, so. Well, they're they're back up now. I was able to send a message on WhatsApp abroad. So uh, thanks, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch over there at Facebook. Instagram and WhatsApp. We appreciate your services, even though you're watching us. We appreciate you guys. Just a joke, guys. Please don't shut it. Please don't shut us down. <laughs> I kid. Right. I kid. Well, what's what's up next there, ma'am? Oh man. I think it is it is it R. Kelly? Is he is he in trouble? No, this this is Robert Sylvester Kelly here. Like <laughs> oh, Lord. this is the full government here. <laughs> we'll see his whole name out here. Good lord. Do you have his birth certificate there? Are you reading it off? You know what? I'm gonna let him live on that part, but he's gonna be living the rest of his life in prison. That's all I know, because he has been found guilty on all counts and faces life. He can still appeal though at this point, though, right? They can appeal, but I feel like at this point, like how many like accusers and test people who testified against him, um, like I feel like there's no escaping this. And the fact that he's not going to be sentenced until next may because he still has two more trials that he has to face so this isn't the end so just for this alone he's facing life but he still has two more trials to go through so your boy is done he he, he's done that 
he seems pretty confident that he's not going to spend the rest of his life in jail. Like people are really. I really, honestly don't think he's going to spend the rest of his life in jail. Like if I, I was a betting man, like if I could go to Vegas right yeah. now, y'all were just talking about Vegas. Wow, this is topical. And I could go there and play the spread. And if this was one of the things, I feel like I'm going to make like a lot of money on this one. So what do you think? How long How long do you think he's going to do it? <laughs> That's actually a really good question. Why did, you know what? Hmm, I don't know, six months. I don't, I don't think he's going to be here that six long. months, hell no. <laughs> oh, no. no, he's. I think the sentence he'll get, like when they really try and sentence him will be something like 25 years or something crazy like that. But I feel like they'll work out some type of deal where he'll serve like five years or 10 years and then get out. Absolutely. I don't think he can get a deal like that. I don't think that's Absolutely. on the table for him. But you know, twenty five years. He's what fifty four now. Like I don't. I mean, know. you're old as fuck when you get out. Absolutely. That's <laughs> there's, there's just no doubt about that. But yes, I people in jail live a long ass life. Like <laughs> be turning eighty nine, ninety five. It's like. Well, I mean, think about this. You're eating long life in jail. Huh? How many meals are you eating a day? There, you're getting enough rest. I mean, are they, they lost good meals? <laughs> I don't think that's the concern. No and you're working, and you got to work out because you know you got to be ready. So I mean, I just feel like <laughs> you got to be ready. Your quality of life is is not great. Like it's mine. It's mentally piercing. But like your body, you know that you know that jail body. But you is ready. You know, like you're ready. You got to be ready. R. Kelly. If in a year we see R. Kelly in the jail pick looking like The Rock, I don't know what I'm, I'm gonna dead. do. I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. That's exactly what he's gonna look like. That's, that's exactly what it's gonna look like. Yeah. He gonna get new tattoos and everything. It's gonna be the Pied Piper. He gonna have a gang. Shit is gonna be crazy. This is not funny. That's terrible. <laughs> but still, he should go to jail for life. I still stand by that. Oh man. Y'all want to know what's crazy? So since the verdict, his album sales have shot up 517%. Yeah, of course they have. Of course they have. He's gonna get the support. He's the Pied Piper. He's R. Kelly. He's produced under other pseudonyms. Like he is low-key like modern day prince. I know people are gonna be upset oh. said that, but it's true. Like literally, you gotta think about how multifaceted he is and how many areas of music he's touched. I'm not talking in terms of like, you know, that he made a people song like touched. a door or something like wow. <laughs> Great. Anyway, but what I'm saying is you gotta think about how much music he has touched. There are people that compare him to Stevie Wonder. I feel like that's not quite the right com- well. That might be a closer comparison because Prince plays like 13 different instruments. Yeah, I just, like I said, it's time that he pays for everything that he's done. I feel like he's gotten away for it for way too long. And it's the fact that he really doesn't see the wrong what he's done. He's not remorseful. He doesn't think that he did anything wrong to his victims. Like, so yeah, at this point, you need to go to prison and sit down and really think and reflect on what you've done and get the help that you need because he definitely needs like psychiatric help not just a therapist to talk like no you need psychiatric help so hopefully he gets that i just hope that like at the end of all like this move by other people to wake up and think about other figures that we dote on in history in the same way you know like a george washington (laughs) or a thomas jefferson really any of the first like 30 presidents you know, just Elvis any of, all them. Like I guess I'm saying Elvis. Like, there's a lot of people that I want people to wake up and really think about in that light as well. Like, I hope this is like the spark in your brain. It's like, oh, maybe I should do that elsewhere because you know 100 yeah. you know r kelly threatening to snitch on other people that he knows within the industry well and see now that right there is one of the things that i feel like gets missed in all of this and i'm glad you said it in mm-hmm. the industry because you don't get away with stuff like this by yourself it's impossible right. impossible 100%. You can't because the thing is that once five, once three people know, a thousand people know. 
mm-hmm. you can't stop people from telling. But like what I'm yeah. saying is, you know, how many people have been complicit in this for this for this long? How many record companies made money off his back and knew that he was doing this and covered that up? Like that Aaliyah thing, we always thought it was a rumor. We never thought it was confirmed. And then right. somebody pulled it the first, somebody put out the, the wedding certificate. It was like, oh shit, wow, that really happened. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm right there with you. I agree. I think everybody needs to be exposed and held accountable. hundred percent. I'm right there with you. You know, so I just I hope that's what really comes of it, honestly. Like I hope like that's like the spark that like really starts the fire. That's definitely what I taking away. Cause you know, like the music and all the other stuff, like you can argue about that all day, but like that stuff right there, like get the rest of them. You know, yeah. so maybe we can really get down to the root of it. All under the jail. You know, <laughs> find out who they are, you know. Because Quiet is kept, R. Kelly doesn't own his masters. You say he, he does? does not? No, he does not. Mm. He owns he owns a lot of like produce because he's written and like produced some of those songs, but he didn't own his masters. Sony does. Mm. So who's been making money? Who's been cleaning? You know what I'm saying? Like that's very true. That's that's another thing there. It's just what it is. But yeah, we I would like for him to get the help he needs because he has made some classic summer bangers. I can think about it right now. Mm-mm, damn shame. Don't don't let's not. Yeah. Damn shame. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Damn shame. Well, mo- moving on from your boy Sylvester, we can why shout- why would you address this man by his middle? There are good people named Sylvester in the world. There are Can not. This whole wow, I know one, and he is a friend of the show. Why must you do this? Author extraordinaire, St. Louis legend, Sylvester nice Brown guy. Jr. Great guy. Sylvester Brown guy. Jr. No offense to you, but he got to be sixty plus because damn, why you got to? There are no young Sylvesters. Period. Could you, you imagine know. looking at like a two month old and they're like, look at little baby Sylvester? Like you just no, got. But like, there's Esther Dean. Like, who the fuck said? Okay, Esther. That's it right there, Esther. <laughs> Oh, is she British? Maybe that's no, her. she's not. She's, she's not. not. She's from here. Here, <laughs> fuck out of here. No, she is from Wait, here. Who I'm thinking about, girl, stop. Emily Sandu, Estelle? the fuck, you're thinking about Estelle. Estelle? No, Estelle. Yo. Oh, Estelle. That's what I was thinking about. The oh, short stop. haircut, okay. Right? All right, all right. I'll give you that. That's close oh, enough. Right. Estelle, no, no, and that's shit is old as hell, too. She sounded like a girl group in the 40s. Yeah, I just got done seeing Estelle, it was lovely. It was fantastic. I saw the <laughs> Shit is crazy. No, no, no. You can't. I can see a young Sylvester. There's a sorry to the young man named Sylvester. Don't let these ladies tell <laughs> you, okay? Your name is fantastic. You a sly motherfucker. You hear me? Yeah, you Do are. your thing, player. If Do your, your thing. first name Sylvester, what could your middle name even be? What you, the fuck? <laughs> It could be Michael. It could be Michael. It ain't no Sylvester Michael. It could be. Were you serious? S M. Oh, S M. Well, maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) That's a little wild, wild. But anyway, we're gonna move on to the next point. Um, I believe you have some good news. Tell everybody. Go ahead. Shout it out from the hilltops. I know. Yes, it was free. Brittany. Now Brittany is free. Yay, Brittany! Is released from her 13-year conservatorship. Her dad is being forced out. She was an indentured servant. No one can control her money. He can't control her body. He can't control her life. Good job, Brittany. I'm so happy for you. I know this is like a weight lifted off her shoulders because poor girl, like. This woman, when she detailed what she's been going through, like her dad controlled not only her money, but her body. She has been wanting to get remarried. She had a boyfriend for like the past like four years and finally engaged. She didn't want to have another child. Her dad was making her take birth control so she couldn't have another child. Like how crazy is that? She's what, 40 or about to be 40 and she doesn't have control over if she wants more kids or not. Like that's crazy. So I mean, it's wild. 
to take birth control? Does he think that she was like crazy? Like, I don't understand. It's all about money. It's all about money because basically her dad was controlling. Her dad was controlling her. So, you know, when she went on her Vegas residency a few years back, it went so well. She made X million dollars or whatever, and they read up for another one. Well, she came out to announce it, but after announcing it, like she kind of just walked off and refused to actually follow through with the residency. And that was because she realized like, I'm doing all this work. I'm pushing myself. I'm performing every night. I'm making all this money and I'm not seeing any of it. Her dad had a salary of $16,000 per month with an additional $2,000. What was he spending the money on though? What was he spending the money on? It doesn't matter. He was still in well, Wait, 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 getting, wait. But what but I'm she saying was only is getting a fraction of it for her own personal needs and expenses. What, so what I'm asking is this. What I'm asking is this before before we tear him a whole new one. I just want to get clear, clear of a couple of things. Did he put the money like in a trust fund for the grandchildren? Like no. what was he spending the money on? It was Can I ask the question pockets for his personal life, his personal business. And her father is so sick. He even had her like her whole house bugged to where he was monitoring her every move. That's he had exciting. cameras like in her bedroom. They were recording her like having sex. It was what really the fuck? What? All of this is coming out from the court document. Okay, what the hell? Maybe you should have just read the court document before you started this. Could you read the rest of the document before? Because every time you say something crazier about this, the rabbit hole gets deeper. Like, I feel like next you're about to be like, he came in and took blood for a ritual sacrifice. Like, he probably did that too. What the hell? Yeah, her dad is sick. You're trying to be devil's advocate. Like, oh, maybe he was paying me. No, her dad is sick and was controlling her, her money and her life. Because there have been other situations like this where the parents had the good intentions at first because the child did freak out. This ain't that. This ain't that. God. They said the man had the shit bugged and then Mm -hmm. he had a video of her fucking. That was the the final straw. Crazy. (laughs) What? What? He just, he just, he needed to have that tape, bro. What the fuck is wrong with you? You sick? It's sick. It's really, truly sick. So I'm just happy she's free. She can like live her life. She can get a chance to like live her life and prove that she can live her life the way she wants. I know she had a breakdown 13 years ago. It happens. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like that should be held against her to where she's pretty much a prisoner in her own body, in her own world. You know, that's not fair. It's been 13 years. Let her live. Let her prove that she can, you know, live and be healthy and be happy and be free and just let Sean, her do it. What song did you say she should she should she should sing now? The song <laughs> she should just go ahead and say. <laughs> what, oh, what song did you say she should sing? <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> okay. Terrible. Like, why does that be the Thing I thought. <laughs> and you know what's funny about it? It wasn't even like you meant it maliciously. You were just like, that's your favorite Britney song. And you were just singing yeah, it and, and it felt like, right. This is and not the right time. This is not it. <laughs> oh man. Stronger might be the one, you know. That, yeah. That one. I love it. Lucky, some shit like that. <laughs> lucky she was trying to tell us she's so lucky. She's a star, but oh, she man. cried, cried, cried. She was trying to give us hint, like she was miserable. She was the, the, it was in the mute. You know what? Slave for you. That's what she was talking about. Maybe that was it. Foreshadowing. Hello. Hello. Okay. Okay. 
All right, Brittany. We <laughs> didn't listen, baby. All her life because she had money most of her life. She was making money since she was a kid for yeah. her family. But she, I just don't. I, I think what she saw the scope of everything. She was just like, you know, because I feel like when you're in it, you don't even realize how bad it is because yeah. that's your normal day. You know, I love when people get to break free. That's why mm. I like my favorite movies are prison movies where people break out. I'm like, get out, brother. Get out. Get, out, get free. <laughs> Get fucking free. You know, I was really thinking if this was a, a movie and not someone's real life, they would have had to off that dad. Like, what? What are you? Low like, key, I was thinking that. I was like, does she have a hit out on this nigga now? What is going on? Like, if this was if this was a television show, he would have absolutely been up out of here. This is crazy. Like, he's like what? the uncle on Greenleaf. Well, he's not as bad as that uncle on Greenleaf, but like, that was crazy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> For those terrible. who watch Greenleaf, sorry to spoil it. Check it out. <laughs> It's, oh, well, it's been over, so you know it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, she. Oh man, you see what happened to him, man. Yeah, but we're happy. Britney's free. Yeah. Britney, we're you're a friend of the show, okay? When we say that, we mean that, okay? Yeah, I'm girl. That out Come there. on the show. Talk about it. We support you. We'll whatever you want to do. We and we will. We will stop making jokes that day. I promise. There'll be no jokes made. <laughs> oh, I can't promise. It's that. gonna be a very serious. <laughs> I know Tristan will bust out a joke. So put some sugar in your daddy tank or something. Put a Snicker bars in his tank so he can't drive nowhere. I'm not a Snicker bars. What does that do? What the fuck? What? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that don't do I, I don't know. I don't like know. Like I said, it'll be a safe space that day. It'll be a safe <laughs> space. Trying to give tips, ladies. Listen Okay, up. a safe space. All right. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next segment, but just know that it's going to be a safe space. Okay, that's what we do here. Millennial Masterclass Podcast you're tuned into right now. Yes, yes, yes. And we have arrived at my favorite segment of the show, where you might learn you a little something, something. This is our lesson plan today, everybody. Yes, indeed. Shout out for the lesson plan mm-hmm. one time. Yay, yay. Yay, so, yay. That's right. I was on a little Friday yay, yay thing. I, I would have got on board. <laughs> Fuck, I got to be quicker. All right, I'm going to get it next time. Okay. Yay, yay. Anyway, all right. So <laughs> the topic of the day, y'all, is that, like, when is the party over, y'all? What does the party look like for us now? Like, when we go out, what are you wearing? Are you wearing a silk suit? Are you in Tim's? Are you in those Chucks? Are you in those Crocs? Do you put them in sport mode? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing when we hang out now? Are you looking for a cigar bar? Or are you still trying to go twerk and bring the 99 and the 2000? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on with y'all when you step out these days? What does the party look like for us now? You know? So I thought. I knew what the party looked like, y'all, until this past weekend. I saw Steve Harvey on Instagram. And yes. I realized I just wasn't. I got to start fucking it up in my Steve Harvey attire. My man was doing the colors. <laughs> he was living his best life with the suits this weekend. I mean, I saw him in that green one. And then it was, okay. Yeah, so he was killing them in the green. So this is funny. And so my brother. getting like a yellow. Oh, no, wait, 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 no. Okay, so they did a thing on Instagram where they showed him and they showed the Joker and how he looked just like the Joker. Like, low he could, look, he could have been the Black Green Hornet. But I sent it to my brother, who was the Joker for Halloween, like three Halloweens ago. And no, he was the Riddler. Sorry, the Riddler. He was the Riddler. That's what he looked like, because he was in all green. And my brother said, I'm going to go with the Niggler. <laughs> so now my- <laughs> And so I was like, well, bro, if you go out the Nicola, this is good. This, this should be your new, this, this should be your new inspiration right here. We just yeah. fell out laughing. So a shout out to Steve Harvey and uh, his new suits 
and his black green hornet esque uh, outfit and his yellows <laughs> and his pops of color. Shout out to Steve. You know, we we looking for some of those on our Celebrity Family Feud, big dog. Just bust yeah. a few of them out. You know what it is. But seriously, partying in older age is so different because nowadays I'm not trying to go nowhere where I got to stand in line. Right. So I'm not going to have no seat right somewhere that i'm gonna be waiting forever to get a drink like no i'm not trying to do none well, of that let's break down that whole experience though. with the go out right now no but let's break down that whole experience though because like when we're talking about like going out like let's like when we were younger what, what was this thing there was a pregame right so first mm-hmm. there was a text message you had to figure out where we were going then there was the pregame then there was how fly do we want to get to go out to go and do this pregame, right? So then we had to figure out what that move was. Then there was getting to the move. So then we had to figure out how we were getting to the move. Were we Ubering? What were we doing? Whatever. We're not we Ubering. Well, it came at some point. It came at some point. Later that, on, though. Talk about dating is right there. That was okay. Anyway. Yeah. We're pre Uber and Lyft, y'all. We're definitely <laughs> our college experience. Like, what? We, we can pinpoint that later. So. <laughs> And so then once you got to the club, right, there was a line unless you wanted to like get a table or something. And so then you had the line. And then once you got in there, then you then there was a possibility you could get turned away if you didn't have the right shoes. There was that. And then once you got in there, then you had to figure out exactly what point you were going to get to the club, because if you got there too early, then the party was whack and then you felt like you needed to leave. But if you got there too late, then it's like, damn, I'm never going to get in. And then like you're going to wait 25 years for a drink. And then you may get charged for like 12 drinks just because of the nature of the club you were at. <laughs> and then once you did all of that, then you're hoping that the music was right. You've been waiting on four or five songs all night long. And then you hope that people are dancing and all of that. And there's just so many little idiosyncrasies that used to go with this. Like I used to have it down to a fine science. Now, like as opposed to now, shit. I mean, like my favorite party is like a cigar and like some music and like a good tequila shot. <laughs> You know, like just just the best tequila you can find. Just pour it right in my mouth. Just right there. That's, oh, that's wow. Getting, getting nasty over here, I'm saying. <laughs> I've been from a shot glass, like for myself. I probably should have been more specific. But <laughs> <laughs> little mezcal, little añejo. That's, that's, that's what I'm talking about now. Like that's kind of a party. And I feel boring as fuck when I say that out loud now. I'm just like, that was, that's just not as dope as it used to be. Like before I'd be like, nigga, let's get on top of a table and let's dance. Let's get on top of a table and let's fuck it up. Like now, if I get on top of a table, I feel like I'm gonna get arrested. Like I just feel like it's just <laughs> the bouncer's gonna politely escort me out the door. Very possible. I was um, queen of the dance on top of anything. Oof. Lord. Pool table were, was my favorite. There were a couple bars in my past that I may have stood upon, you know. <laughs> I stood upon. Oh Lord. <laughs> what was your favorite thing about like going out like in the past? Cause like everybody had like their favorite thing. Like for me, it was always finding the best house party, like the house party that was just going to set it off. Like, I love the good house party, like in terms of like the club scene is a different scene, but like at least with like the house party scene, like I was looking for like the, the perfect house party scene. So it had to be a two level situation where you could go to two levels and then you had to find a great spot, like on some wall somewhere that you could really get your twerk on so you could have all aspects of the twerk. You know, because like when you stand in the middle of the room, you couldn't really receive the twerk as you, unless somebody was going to hold you up. But again, for another day. And so then you need to be close enough to the DJ because you probably knew him. So you could, you know, drop that, you know, the song in there that was going to make it freaky in the party. So you could have that. And then you wanted like, you, you wanted the party to be so good there were blue jeans stains on the wall. That was my like barometer for how good a party was. 
when there were blue jean stains on the wall. If that was there, I was like, oh no, we've done we've done everything we need to do in this house. And then you and then you move on. And then you gotta look for the perfect dance. That was the thing. I had to find the perfect dance partner. Very important. For me, I have seven favorites, but Leslie, please. (laughs) (laughs) I had this run from like oh lord the run because you were there when the run started it was our 23rd <laughs> birthday and what was the name of that place uh, that we went to it was in dupont they Which came one? for our 23rd birthday where we went um for me you like josh was there we was on our jordan shit that year that was yes it, it was in dupont i forgot the name of the club but they changed it since then um McFadden? but anyway it, it had like a pulp no, it had a pole on the stage. We found one in Dupont. Um, oh, you're right. It had right, a pole right, on right, the stage, right. and you got go upstairs. There I was a pole. It, but anyway, where are we going with a pole? There was a pole because I was on that pole. God there. damn. Okay. All right. You know, <laughs> but there was there was a run from that moment at 23 to like 27, where it's like that's when it was like the best time for me to go out. Like I was going out like all the time, like far seven in on the Friday. city. Yes, Lydia the City, like bar seven. Oh, all them old heads in bar seven. Oh my gosh, Leslie. bar seven. Talk about a couple times. I always would be like Leslie. All these old heads. It wasn't even old heads when I was there. It was like it depended on what night it was because you had old heads. Right, night. They would come in there night. on the prowl. They were like, "We're looking to pay somebody's rent tonight." Like that's what was going never down. Never find me. I was. Like, I never find. They ain't never find what. <laughs> There were sugar daddies in there. Like I knew a couple of girls were talking about. I met my sugar daddy at Bar Seven. Well, I brought sand to the beach like a dummy, so <laughs> that ain't never worked. But maybe your beach was, was better, say, you know? Not likely. Okay. But well, all right. My well, point. My point is, I had energy. You know what I'm saying? Like I could work a full day. That's when I was working. You know, for enterprise, so I'm working like 12 hour days, but I would still have energy yeah, to like man. go home, get cute, come back out. There was even one day. I don't know who I thought I was, but I literally worked like 14 hours. Then I went to the gym with my manager. Then I went home, got cute. Then I went out. And then that we went to the diner. And um, Ooh, you had a day. I was up for 24 hours, like, but I was like Gucci, you know what I'm saying? So it's like having energy, being able to go, being able to make like last minute plans. Now I need to know in advance. I need to plan <laughs> this out. I need to plan you know, what I'm wearing, what my schedule looks like. I need to prepare myself mentally, especially if it's a nighttime move. It's like, I need to prepare myself, like be out all this time. Um, right now, my, you know, my favorite thing is to do brunch in the day party. Like I can be home by like nine. You are the queen of the darty. For people who I'm don't know, like Les is the queen of the darty. Like, I don't know anybody else that loves a darty more. And there's no better way to party than during the day. Like, <laughs> could you just not say that out loud anymore? Like what? Like there's the no night, better time. The nighttime. The cover of night is the best time to party. Maybe no, I'll- absolutely not. Because you have so much recovery time. Exactly. I totally feel you, Ez. I totally feel you. you get this- I went out this past weekend and I didn't even, I was outside an outside event from like two to six. I didn't even drink alcohol. And when I tell you, I was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> We went back to the house. We tried to go to a bar, but it was packed. I was so tired of people like touching me and stuff. <laughs> I want to go home too. So we get back to the house and lay down by nine o'clock. I'm like, bro, I didn't even do anything. But, like, but let me ask I'm this question exhausted. though: Do we feel this way more so because of the pandemic, or do we feel this way now just because 
you know, age has gotten to us a little bit because like no, I feel you know, like your taste before changed. the pandemic, this was the reason why I moved. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like as much as I love the DMV and everything, I was like, I feel like if I stay up here, I'm just gonna be like, you know, going out partying all the time. And there was other factors, of course, but I was like, you know, I'm gonna move up to Texas, I'm gonna chill out a little bit. Now, granted, when I go out like pre-pandemic, it was it was planned because number one, I wasn't like right there in like the metro area. So I had to plan to like drive to these places and stuff but I really made a point to like chill out to like rest to like not do too much all the time and that's okay so this was definitely for me pre-pandemic it was like around 2018 when I like purposely slowed down because I was just like I'm living a fast life and I'm tired <laughs> it's not the same are you making it just sound like you got off like a 35 city world tour She's like, girl, I've been I've been touring for three years. But again, I, I didn't go down. anywhere last year. I had one trip to DC, January 2020, and then I didn't go anywhere until April 2021. No, so it's true. like me traveling these last two months nonstop is like me putting two years worth of traveling into two months type of thing, you know? Yeah. So I had, that sounds I had like a title of a good book. Two years into two months. You know, I'm, I'm gonna like write that. a book. I got a few things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna write that. I mean, but, producer, um, author, you know, web webmaster. Everything. Check everything. them all. I know that's right. Check all them boxes. Yes, girl, don't be at all. But like, even this week, I'm supposed I was supposed to. Sorry, Sean, I was supposed to be flying back up to DC <laughs> for another trip. But because everything, the reasons why I was supposed to be flying up homecoming was one that's going to be virtual, hybrid, whatever. And then the wedding I was supposed to go to, they had to downsize significantly on the guest list. So because of those two reasons, I was just like, do I still want to go? Do I want to cancel? Like, what does it look like? And I'm like, you know what? Let me just chill. Cause I have another trip at the end of the month anyway. I'm like, let me just take these two weeks to just relax at home instead of just doing too much. So Shauna's mad at me, but she understands. No, I am. I'm really upset, but I was looking up tickets. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just fly to Houston and go to the millennial tour. Cause come, please come. Cause that's another thing I'm trying to do now. I'm really trying to go to the millennial tour. Some tickets that were pretty affordable. So I think that's what I might do because I want to like treat myself to something before Shana. I start my new gig. Shana, say <laughs> less. If, if you found this, we go, we go talk offline because Shonda is really considering as well so the three of us in there oh my oh, god okay we that just sounds dangerous that's all that sounds like everything I was like oh can I make this thing happen because I was trying to go somewhere and I was thinking maybe I'll go to Puerto Rico or something but I also want to go to the millennial tour I mean so. the PR is nice as fuck have you ever been maybe to PR in a minute like do stuff before I start my new job so maybe I'll fly from Texas to PR and like chill out in the sun that's a long fucking flight Texas it's, to PR no it's not isn't um, it I don't know why it would be that much from longer. Texas to Puerto Rico isn't it isn't it further because like you're because you're further west isn't it further I that went way? in 2016 it was like three hours I think or something oh so it's, it's still three long. hours okay because it was a three-hour flight from New York to no from uh from uh from uh where did I fly from no, I flew. Did I fly to New York or DC? One of the two. It was three hours. Whatever. It was three mm-hmm. hours. Yeah, no, it's not long flight at all. Oh, okay, I thought it would be like another hour or two. I was like, damn, it's like four or five hours. Shit. Because like when you look at the map and see where Puerto Rico is, like I forget how far over like east it is, like in the water. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like you're really wild. on an island. There's nothing else around. 
so yeah, that's what my parting looks like. My parting looks like knowing it well in advance. Don't spring nothing up on me. Expect me to pop up. Um, I, I, I will go out at night for a special occasion. So like if somebody's birthday or an engagement party or, so, you know, something like that, then yes. But again, I know about that in advance so I can prepare myself to get well, in that. Let's stack moment. it up then. Let's stack it up for the listeners then. So let's build the perfect night, but let's do it back then first and let's do it now. So- okay. So if it's the perfect night, so I want everybody to think long and hard about this now. Okay. So think about when you were in that age bracket between, let's call it 18 to 27. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. 27. Oh, that's a large gap because I'm going to do a college. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Okay. So let's say, let's say 21 to 27. That's, that's probably more because you got to be able to get in. That's important. You had that. 18 to 21 and 21 up is different because 18 right. to 21 like Correct. club love. Like Correct. <laughs> getting exactly. out there. Yeah. Exactly. So that was so, different versus so let's so let's go from there. So let's just do 20 21. to 20. You couldn't even get in the club. I mean, low key, 21 do we need to go, do we need uh, to go through all three? Do we need to go through all three? We can go no, through all three. Let's do 21 to 27 because this can get lengthy. So let's go 21 to 27. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then we'll do now. Right. So first things first, what's the, what's the first thing we're doing? Like, how are we telling everybody about this situation? Is there a group text going or is it just like we saw a flyer and we're like, fuck it, we're going. I'm trying to think of when I was 21 to, well, I'm, I'm still 27, so. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, um, so that's still in <laughs> that age so. bracket, of course. Mm-hmm. All the milk in our house is going to be spoiled tomorrow, it's okay. <laughs> anyway, nowadays, in this time frame, I would say it's definitely starting from a group chat and you're trying to figure out where the pregame is. That's Especially now, though. We're talking about back then. Back then, I cared way more about the pregame because I was a little, I was more broke. Mm -hmm. So I had to drink more in the house and get water bottles and stuff. Nowadays, I don't need to do all of that, you know? Like, I might drink in the house before I go out, but like, I don't try to get shit because shit faced because I can afford drinks, you know? Right. Right. My thing is, like, I feel like you're drinking less now than you were drinking back then, too. That's the other thing. Because now, when I go out, I may buy, I may at max buy two, three drinks. You know, back then you may have bought like 10 drinks and been like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Because you were trying to really get shit faced. You were trying to pound it. Like that was a thing. Right, exactly. Like you were trying to consume more anyway. So like the free game is definitely different. But then also I think another thing that we we aren't thinking about too from like then and now, the size of the party you're going out with. Because back then I feel like it was a mob of folks. It was like you had at least five to 10 people every time you were going out. Now, two, four, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, very true. We had McFadden's with a squad. Uh, like yeah right. exactly sign of the will it's like you know every single person in the bar correct like yeah, in some form or fashion five. you came with half the people that are in the bar right now right in and then now like and then you got to think about what were you wearing as opposed to then and now because like you had your club Y'all. fit and then you had like your bar fit you know let me tell you my go-to from that 23 to 27 time frame during like the dc winners going to like the different bars whether it was like bars on u street or like you know the bar sevens all that stuff um in dupont i would always wear my sweater dress <laughs> with, and it had me the four pins why do i feel like i know exactly what this guy everybody knows this there's so many pictures of it and y'all were there to witness <laughs> of these 
sweater dresses that I have that I still have. <laughs> like, I love my sweater dresses. I mean, they was hugging your curves, mama. Hugging your curves. My boots. They was hugging your curves. My boots that would come all the way up. Yes. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing. If, and y'all have a little leather jacket. I would try not to bring, like, a peacoat because you still want to be cute and, uh, you know, be able to take it. it off and whole type of thing. That was my go-to little bar outfit. Like... <laughs> Okay. Well, if we're if we're if these are true confessions, yeah. then I have one. So there was this coat that I used to have. It was a silver coat. Do you remember it? Like it looked like a faux leather motorcycle jacket. And like yes. I found I this coat. This I don't know. I gotta see it. No, that coat was a legendary coat. It was Paul my party uh-huh. coat. You like I used to keep everything in that coat. I used to have a pen, a lighter. Like I may have had a, on, a contraceptive or two in there. Like I used to have like a flashlight. Like I would have everything in this coat and you wouldn't even know. Like there were times a girl was like, I need a cigarette. Like, Swoop, hello, how are you? Hey, I'm Tristan. Nice to meet you. Right. Like I was ready. Like I was ready. That was the party coat. And the coat would just smell like the night. Like whenever I put that coat on, I'm like, oh baby, you about to get into something here. Like that coat was everything. And how I found it was a crazy too, because they didn't have any of them left. I wanted it in black. And then they had one on a mannequin. And I was like, yo, is this my size? She's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, that's the one I'll be taking. And it was special. It like called to me. The coat knew where it belonged. And the coat got ruined. Oh. I don't have it anymore, but it was, it was a good Aww, time. memories. You had the party coat. Like the it was, lo- it was, it was a low key thriller looking coat. Like it was kind of <laughs> cool though. Like, and then, and you know, when I had nights in them, it was a thriller. So it was aptly, it was <laughs> like, it was my favorite piece of party clothing. Like, yeah, it was a good time. Sean, I know you have a piece of clothing that you wore. I was really sitting here trying to think, and I'm sure I do. I don't really be like putting a lot of effort into things. There wasn't a hat, a, a dress, a skirt, a thong that you wore. I was going wore. to say something on my hair. I've changed my hair so many times. I'm like, damn. Like a special pair of earrings, perhaps? Yeah, I barely even wear earrings. I would always have on like a Howard crew neck. Yeah, that not actually that actually so happened to have someone your today, calling card. Because I went out yesterday. No, your Howard Why crew the, neck I was took, your calling card. Because I saw you in a crew neck many a time. That's an easy go-to. I don't really have to think about an outfit, like throw on a crew neck. Mm-hmm. And I had like so many. Most of them probably weren't even mine. Like if somebody ever came to my house and left an article of clothing, <laughs> just know it's mine now. <laughs> I had so many other crew necks in my closet. Like who was coming to your house time, leaving a crew time neck? I went to visit a friend with their shirt on and I didn't even realize. And they're like, bro, is that my crew neck? I'm like, oh yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> Dang, this is yours. But you left it at my house, bro. I watched it and then now it's mine. I mean, you know the rules. Rules is rules. You you know what's good. <laughs> you, you know what it is. Okay. This is my crew neck, bro. Okay, so venue. So venue. What do we prefer? What's our preferred venue back then? I feel like my my preferred venue was a house party or the park. At the club, the park. I don't know why I need to shout out mm. Mark Barnes and his people, but whatever. Mine was um I don't know. I just remember 2327. It was always bar seven on a Friday, like legit. You love bar uh, seven. You used to bar call seven it to bar seven. Ozio. Ozio or my teeny goofy face. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Besides love in college, but they got rid of that. But yeah, definitely Bar 7 Ozio. They hold a special place in my heart. No, we had some good times in Ozio. Many good mm-hmm. times. Ozio. Shout I out to it, man. I'm remembering our, what was it, our 28th birthday. I feel like the last one we celebrated before we moved, wasn't it? And I remember it was doing the, um, and I, I oh, doing the, doing the, uh, the, the running man, the new running man. man. Yeah. yeah, I still have that video. 
that was a good time man that was a good that was a good weekend actually shout out to um the adult skating rink in uh oxen hill shout out to all of our birthdays that we celebrated together because we had some great weekends for we our did. we did we all we yep. almost need to get nathaniel on here bring the circle to a close because sean and his birthday are close and then you know ours. Mm-hmm. we always do birthday things yeah that's funny so like, sean please. what was your preferred venue back then i was really sitting here thinking i feel like in college i loved a good packed venue i didn't really like care that much um, yeah, if it was I packed, like, it was better. You always want to pack. Yeah, pack was yeah. Except, well, when we had a ride and things were packed. But do you all remember when people used to take the shuttle to like love? Yeah. Yes, I, of course. I think I did that like three times and I was like, I'm never doing that again. Like the the club itself was super fun, but that process was the worst ever. I'm not fighting nobody to get on no, no bus. Like it's never that deep. I mean, I it wasn't like home. it was a school it bus. Was it was a nice looking bus. It was just like a little coach bus, but still, like, it was just crazy mayhem. Like, yeah, I was never, not really feeling that. But now I definitely still like very chill. I don't want the things to be crowded. My venue is like, I can get a seat. Yeah. She said, wherever there is a seat for me is where I'll be. Wherever there is a seat is where I would go. I I mean. You just need the option to sit down. You don't want your feet to hurt. So it's like at our big age, it's like we need the option to be able to sit down. If we want to get up, do a two-step, make something cool, we can. But we need that option to be able to sit. I just, like, when you say at our age, like, as soon as I hear that in my mind, I automatically think AARP. Like, you know, at your age, you need to be concerned. <laughs> you know, like, I was thinking that about y'all age, not Oh, you barely two years younger than us. Stop it. You like, you I, knocking on 34. Like, I don't know why you hide behind this this facade of age. Like you're not like right there, you know. Like if okay. age, like if 30 for you was like a tiger, it's like right behind you. Like you about to get eaten. You're you're right there. <laughs> That's not even true. My birthday just passed. It was just recently. I'm I, I'm aware when it was. That's not the point. Like we know how close it is. <laughs> but that that was important. So I feel like the only thing left to cover then would be like now what happens after the movement? Are there two movements? Is there another movement now? Is there food? Are you going home? Like is it just your bed and like some and some ice cream? Like what's up? Like what's what's the final movement? Bed club bed sounds amazing with DJ. But it's always for bed food with DJ with DJ pillow. DJ pillow on the ones and twos club bed yeah. But yeah, she's right. Food is always the move. Yeah, because you gotta soak up whatever you put inside. Yo, you could have not, you could have been out all day partying and at no point did you consume food until (laughs) your house. And it's like, that's when you realize, damn, I haven't eaten all day. This is my first real meal or this is your first meal after brunch. Yeah. Shamefully, I had many meals like that at 7-Eleven. Like many meals that I have to make up because like it was the only thing open and close. So I was like, whatever, fuck it. We're going to figure out a meal from this spot. Like mini old ass right? wings and the bullshit burgers and fucked Wait, up they got patties. burgers at 7-Eleven? They, they did sometimes. Yeah, some of them. And oh like, my God, you took it too far. I'd rather you eat them old ass hot dogs. <laughs> I don't like hot dogs, but you know, that was why I, I had to make that well. move. But yeah, that was, that was the end. Like now, honestly, like if I, if I think of one place that like I love to go after like a function it's, it's a spot in D.C. I'm going to shout them out just because I enjoy their shit that much. It's called Chicken and Whiskey. Do you know the spot? 
mm-hmm. like where they have the uh was peruvian food right but there's like a speakeasy in the back so like mm-hmm. honestly that's like the best place because you go in the back and party and then you leave get the food and go home like it's a mm-hmm. one-stop shop like they really are geniuses like whoever they are shout them out like that peruvian yeah. food is delicious. my perfect day is like it's something about sunday fun day that just gets you so my perfect day is like sunday waking up going to church then go to brunch then go to day party and get you something church before the sin. and then you go home i mean you got to get your time in with the lord like come on now he knows your heart but you got to get your time in. you got to be respectful um but yes and i feel like that's a full day you get everything you need from that day and it's just a good time and then you're in bed by respectful hours so you can get up in the morning and do what you can do for work so what time is your church over that you still got time to go to brunch because on church i've been to be ending at like three o'clock you know no, 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 no. you at work the churches i go to they respectfully end around like when i was in dc they were in i would say like by 12 30 one like yeah so around 12 30 in dc and then here they end around the same time to where like i usually I always go to brunch around one i never try to do brunch before one like never mind no that's not gonna work even if even if it's a saturday i know i'm gonna want to sleep in i know i'm not gonna want to rush so like one o'clock is like my staple time for brunch i ain't trying to do nothing before that because then after you brunch for two to three hours then the day party's ready you know and you just lie right on there Bloody and then, darties i'm just saying i am an advocate put me on a poster for day party i just I feel like girl. i don't get the, you don't get okay just this is just for me back when this was like a concern but like i guess like the best work happened when the sun went down like i just feel like you weren't getting the great the best dance until the sun went down you ain't been like to the, the right part they don't care whether the sun light up or not right there's, <laughs> and there's a couple of there's a couple dances there's always one or two but you're gonna uh. get more when the sun goes down like I feel like people's dancing bones get looser and they get ready and you could dance and you might actually find you a correct dance partner for a change. Not where I be, they be showing up because the sun does something to you, get that vitamin D system, you be feeling good, you got that energy like, ooh, let me show out while I'm cute. And in, your, in your white linen outfit? Is that what's going in your on? white linen outfit. Hello, somebody. Come on now. Not the oh white my. linen. Oh my God. Like you about to go to a boat party in July. Okay. Talk about it. Well, if we're doing a perfect day, then I guess, I don't know if it would be Sunday, but I mean, that's a good day to go. Uh, We probably did get up. We slept in. We did go to brunch, but brunch in New York goes to like 5 p.m. So at any point in that time, I could definitely go to brunch. But I want to say it's Saturday because then like I went to a movie or something, which is cool. That's always dear to go. I saw something hot. And then that night, like I went to karaoke and then I go to karaoke and then like we go to like the dance spot and then we're only there for like 30 minutes and then i go to like a cigar lounge and have like mezcal for the rest of the evening and then like take a take a, a, nice. a ride share home but that would be you know yeah. or some event you know like a basketball game a concert something like that but that would be more of a perfect mm-hmm. day for me now like it would be around it would be more centered around an event yeah and then sleep will happen. Time, so I'm, mm-hmm. sleep absolutely has to happen I was sitting here thinking like, damn, y'all perfect day had hella activities. Maybe I'm lazy. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't trying to do so many activities. What do you want to do? It's definitely going to involve food. Uh, Brunch is like my favorite meal because I don't really like that. I don't never, I never eat breakfast. So it definitely 
definitely would be starting at like a good brunch and then some kind of fun ass activity during the day. Then I gotta I gotta go twerk a little some something at night before I make it back in the house by respectable eleven p.m. because I am a late. <laughs> eleven p.m. Respectable eleven. Eleven p.m. That sounds so early. Like the night would start at 11 p.m. before. It used to start there. Now the night has to like start at like six, which is wild. Like like before six, I wasn't even home yet to get changed. It was a time where it's like somebody invites me to the club. I'm like, oh, we're not leaving my house until 1130. Because like many hours. Right. We can be there from 11 to 1, and I feel like we did what needed to be done, and we can leave. Right. No, there were many times. In pandemic, it yeah. was that, that small time frame where it's like back when I was out working, I don't work remotely, but like when I was out working, you had a small chance to catch me. Like if you call me between like a certain time frame when I'm still out, then I can come meet you for like happy hour or something chill. But if you wait until I got to the house, got comfortable you know what i'm saying in my bed there's no way i'm getting out of my bed you 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 didn't let me know like you got to catch me at the right time but this is pre-pandemic but now that i work remotely it's a, a different ball game oh yeah and, you can't get me out the house now if you didn't tell right. me ahead of time there was a time where like if you had told me like within an hour i was like fuck it i'm gonna go out all right let me let me put it together now if you right. tell me yo Tris, we're going out in an hour i'm gonna catch you on the next one big dog it's not gonna be this time exactly I just started. Exactly. I used to be the same way. I used to be like you, Squirk. Like, yeah, you, you hit me up. I'm down. Let me get cute real quick. I'm on it. But now it's like you hit me up last minute. It's like ah, because I gotta shave it, and shit, so, and then you gotta you know you gotta shower, and then I gotta find what I'm fit. Which fit I'm gonna put together? Hopefully some shit's clean. And then it's like, how am I getting there? And especially in New York, too. Because, too, like, I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in Harlem, bro. I'm not coming. It's a world away. It's not happening right now. Yeah, the whole production way too far. Talk about, man, we're hanging out in Jersey. I've been trying to break out of this. You'll be hanging out. I feel like I've been in the house way too much. Like, I never leave my house because I've been working from home now, too. Well, I've been working from home this whole time. So now some, some days I have to like actually leave to go to work, but there's probably like two days a week, maybe three. But even on the weekends, like I'm just in my fucking house. So to get me out of it, it's going to be a lot. Like, I don't like to leave my house anymore. So this, but bit- that shit can get depressing. So I'm to make myself get the hell out of the house because that could get very depressing no and that's exactly what i was going to ask and actually that's a, a, gr- a great close to the segment because like do you feel that because of all of this now like do you feel like more of a recluse so like even like you're talking about your perfect day like you're like damn you were like that's a lot of activity that's kind of tiresome though right think about this though if someone offered you like you're free you're free the whole day and they're like this is the whole list of activities you can run down through them you might be like, nah, let's run through three of them and then we're done. You know, you might not even want to get through the whole list now. Yeah. I'm just saying like that, that comfort, that comfortability mm-hmm. is such a real thing now. It's like, how comfortable will I be at all of these affairs? You know, it's like, yeah, you're going to a concert. You got to be right up front. Yeah, but will I be able to sit down? Yeah, going somewhere else. Right. I would say like, that's, that's kind of where I am with um, like, I would say next year, I kind of want to go to a festival because I haven't been to one since, I feel like since Coachella in 2018. I'm like, oh, that'd be nice to go to, to a festival next year. But I just have to, number one, get myself like into that mind frame again because it's like, it's such a thing. Like festivals are so much fun, but they definitely tire you out, especially if it's, you know, multiple days. 
and then you're around so many people and that's going to be such a change from these past two years so it's like what is that what's that even going to look like like am I really going to do that am I just going to like go to concerts and keep it low-key I mean it's all things to think about as time moves on but all I know is that like the energy may change things are a little different but the vibe remains the same and at the end of the day we just want to go out with our people and have a good time as that young man said do some hood rat things with my friends you know so it's all, it's all i want to do it's all i want to do that's but, all we want to do but we're gonna take a minute we're gonna um go run to the bathroom you know i know if people you know have that in their spirit if you need to, but <laughs> we're gonna be right back And we're back with one of our favorite segments, Recess. Bow, 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 bow. Oh my God, you would be Sean and Mae Rose, or should I just be Sean? <laughs> I don't know if I want to keep hearing Sean and I's voice. If Sean May, if Sean May Rose wants to tell us about Shana what's May going on here in Recess, that's fine. But if Sean the Dawn were to do it, we prefer Sean the Dawn. Which... So I want to talk to y'all about my man's new song. Have y'all heard not? Have y'all heard it? Maybe tell my the people who your man is. Song about me, if you do, if you know me, then you know my man is Wale. Oh, Wale wrote a new song about me. And just in case you guys were wondering who was the inspiration, um, it's called "Poke It Out." <laughs> <laughs> it's uh um, he, he wrote this song about you yes me and all the other little booty women in the world <laughs> i see okay all right tell us more <laughs> so he started you know i think everybody should go out and listen to it but one of the the best lines in the song is she got a little butt but so what and that's what all i'm saying that's what i'm saying that's the question i got Wally. that's what i want to know she got a little butt but so what so oh, what well, little booties matter, you know. Who said they didn't? Everybody, everybody been out here trying to get these little plastic booties that all look the same with all them little dicks. You don't want your BBL? All I'm is my boo had to let everybody know that little booties matter. You well, call your boo up and tell them to come to the show and really explain this concept to us because you know I'm struggling. You'd be busy, it. but I'll try. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving, on, moving on, we can also talk about Candace Diller from Real Housewives of Potomac. She has new music coming now. Have you guys gave it a listen? I did. I listened to the whole uh, EP. I, I, twice I ain't heard the whole thing yet. I ain't heard. I've done three times. It's 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 a, it's a bop. It goes. It's it's the perfect length. First of all, it's not too long. It gives you just enough um, for you. Like okay, I got a real like grasp of like the sound she's going for and the type of content she wants to talk about. But I really like it. You know, she's always had a beautiful voice. It's just like because of all her the antics on the show, it kind of like overshadows like her real raw talent. But she is mm-hmm. a talented, talented woman. You can't take that away from her. So um, I like the EP. I'm I'm happy for it. Okay, okay. I definitely got to give it a listen. I've heard that single that's out that she got the little video for. I like that. That's a little bob. It's very, yeah. very But it's I definitely cute. have not heard the whole thing. Yeah, she's mostly talking about like, you know, relationships and stuff like that. She got a, a song on there where she has an interlude and it goes to the song Situationship. So she's just talking about not being able to like break this bond with this person, even though you know it's toxic, even though you know they're wrong for you type of thing. And she goes into the song and um, it's a really good album overall. Okay, Candace, I'm here for it. I definitely want to give it a listen, but 
because I heard all great things from everybody mm-hmm. that I asked about it, but they also were people that were fans of the show. So I'm like, I don't know, is this real? I'm, like, I'm gonna reserve judgment. Like, I just like... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I'm reserving. But judgment. we can we moving it along to some movies. This is something that you can talk about because I'm sure you're the only person that knows anything about this. What kind of shit is the this? James come Bond out. They're here. Oh my god, Bond. I I literally just saw Bond. Oh my they they did they did their thing on this one. Like, was it the best Bond ever? No, no, it definitely wasn't the best Bond ever, but it was a good Bond. And okay, for all of us out here who are into Bond, they had Black Lady 007. It was dope. Like she came in and did her thing. She fucked it up. Like it was it was hot. Like and then they had the the set was beautiful. The movie just moved well. Rami Malek he played an excellent villain. You know it wasn't too over the top. I mean it was it was good. I mean I think those who actually you know enjoy James Bond will enjoy it because this is Daniel Craig's last uh, James Bond movie. But yeah, they had mm. Lashana Lynch. She was a uh, female 007, black British woman out there doing the thing. Like she definitely played a very convincing role. I was I was here for all of it. So definitely uh, two thumbs up, five stars. Great movie. Check it out. You will definitely enjoy this new Bond, No Time to Die. And you know what? Billie Eilish, who did the song for it, No Time to Die. She's probably going to win an Oscar for that record because it's good as all the other James Bond records. It's yeah, it's the, the movie top to bottom. And oh, so now but the only thing is I kind of fucked up when I saw it. So I saw it at a Regal Theater and I'm only shouting them out because I want them to hear this because I want them to change this shit. Okay, stop. Okay, so I saw it in 4DX. Y'all need to take that shit away. That shit was terrible because they have because the seat is rocking around like in the Universal Studios. Right. But it's not made for every movie. So I thought with Bond, it'd be like a little gentle car ride. You know, we'd be, you know, you'd be in there like, no, the seat, the seat was just, <laughs> I felt like I was in a <laughs> massage chair and then they're like spraying water and like air and stuff on you. And then it's real loud. And then it's in 3D too. And I didn't even know it was in 3D. So I got these glasses over my glasses. <sighs> it was a lot, but that tells you a lot about the movie. Oh, the ticket. No, the ticket was crazy. It was like 30 bucks. It's ridiculous. And then that like, sound expensive. This shit is crazy, but that tells you how good the movie was that I was even able to really appreciate the movie through all of that nonsense. So that tells you right there, it's definitely worth a look for sure. I know. Did y'all know that Daniel Craig said he doesn't plan to leave his kids any inheritance? He's going to give all his money away to like charity. Well, well, first, who's that? The The guy who plays James Bond. Who's on all the bonds and stuff. James Bond Bond said he's not going to leave no money to his kids. Right. He believes they should go out and work for it themselves. He's going to leave it to like charities and stuff like that. He hates them kids. <laughs> I don't. Okay. But see, the thing is that there's different he's ways. He's not going to leave them nothing. Maybe not all said. of it, but damn. No, don't he's going to leave them some money. He's not going to leave them money directly. He's going to like pay for like their shit and it's paid for. So like if you fuck it up, it's fucked up. I'm certain that's what he's going to do. I don't think he's just going to be like, no, nah, you niggas is going to scrap. You're going to get in these streets and you're going to work. No, like I don't think it's gonna be. That. It's, it's, <laughs> y'all gonna go to work. A quote from him says he will not leave an inheritance of his 160 million dollar fortune to his kids. Period. Oh, no, I got he wants to teach his kids to work <laughs> for their future. I don't blame him, but like you're not gonna leave them. They better no. save the money they got that he got and giving them now. You're not gonna pay for the school, big dog. Well, he oh, ain't man. say he's not gonna pay for he's he not gonna leave them no that's money. real that's what not i'm saying that. i think he's gonna pay for that i think he would pay for that, that yeah 
I don't know, man. They ain't go to work. Was they James Bond? <laughs> I mean, that's real. They were not James Bond. They were all not at all All y'all did was get Bond. bad grades in school and talk back. You ain't getting his money. <laughs> another, let me, another part of his quote, he calls inheritance distasteful and he'll get rid of his money instead. <laughs> well, so who okay. you think he's going to give it out to? You think he's taking volunteers? He's going to give it to the United Negro College Fund. He's gonna right. Can we create a charity for him to oh, get? Can we give it to the United Negro College Fund? Yes, United. That's exactly Negro where he's gonna donate it to. <laughs> yeah. So Daniel Craig, if your publicist want to call and confirm that, we're here. Uh, reach okay. us at the Millennial Masterclass Podcast on Instagram. Hit us up on Y'all are as well on Twitter, and we would love to hear more about this story and your uh, blessing black community as such. We appreciate yes. it. HBCU since some of our funding getting cut by the administration, but that's another topic for next time. For another day. For yes. another day. Sean, do we have anything going on in TV land? We do. What the heck is on TV right now? The Dave Chappelle uh, stand-up. I think this was the fifth one. Uh, uh, Netflix gave him a five-part series. No, this is this is this is the sixth one. Because he did four. Yeah, he did I thought four. he didn't have five. No, I think this is the sixth one. I think I think so. Okay. Let's. I mean, we can make did sure about that. Did you see the newest one? Oh, I did. I loved it. I watched it. How like do you it think about out. it? Dave has gotten to that point. Okay, let me let me say this straight up. Dave is ma- Dave is a master, and Dave is funny. Dave is very funny. I love pretty much most of the stuff that Dave does. It's just with this one, he was making more of a statement than he was telling a bunch of jokes. Because Dave is at the point now where people will just listen to what he has to say, and he doesn't necessarily need to be as funny as he once has been in the past. You know what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. just like when I agree with that. Because like when Dave has reached to like that George Carlin kind of standpoint, you know, like now it's just like whatever he he's almost like a keynote speaker. Like he's more than a comedian now. It's just that with this one, he's got a little controversial because he was taught he was defending the baby. Like he wasn't like defending his actions, but he was saying, don't cancel the baby. That was kind of like one of the lead mm-hmm. jokes in like his in his stand up and his diatribe, if you will. So it was it was a good stand up. And it's definitely something like if you listen to it, you hear what he was saying. But a lot of people that have been commenting on it, I know they haven't listened to the stand up. I'm like, well, if you heard it, you would. Understand. And he was clearly, you know, make it make it a point here. But it was I definitely enjoyed it. I did. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the other ones were funnier for sure. Like, absolutely. Yeah, I can tell you I only chuckled at one or two of the punchlines. Um, overall, I was just sitting there like, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah six, six specials, six, six specials. Okay, yeah, but he is of course facing backlash over remarks that he made about trans people in the LGBTQ plus communities. Um, but you know, Dave, he loves it. You know, so he's not tripping. He's he's not worried about it. Like you said, he's at this point in his life where he knows he's gonna say stuff and it's gonna rock certain people's feathers, but you know it is what it is but he but he's uh, the only one that can operate in that space like nobody else has that type of freedom like they could just he could just literally just jump in that space and have that conversation like any yeah. other comedian that has to do that is like damn i am never getting another stream now but dave is just like okay great all right on to the next topic you know but i think he did a good job of addressing those things in the special like honestly i feel like people should just check it out i feel like you're not you're not gonna have a bad time with this special it'll be a good time it is for sure. I definitely still have to check it out, but I've definitely heard both. I uh, heard good things and I've heard bad things. Sometimes I feel like though people just want something to be mad at, you know, because like 
it's comedy, right? Like, I don't know what he said. I haven't heard it yet. So maybe I shouldn't make these statements. I don't know. But I just feel like people are always, every time a comedian comes out with a stand-up, it's some group that's like, oh, cancel them. They were talking about us. Like, they talked about big girls. They talked about nursing. Like, just please. It's a comedy show, you know? I mean, I but know. I feel like this is some of his best publicity, though. Because anytime Dave is controversial, mm-hmm. people have to go look at it. Yeah. So yeah. now they're going to look at it just because even if they're just going to watch just to hate and talk trash, they're just going to watch it just because. I mean, and honestly, I, I, I like I say, whenever people talk about Dave Chappelle and like they really speak about him, like just like with like a lot of venom and like they're just talking like, oh, he says this and that. I'm like, well, yeah, but did you actually listen to his stand up? It sounds to me like you just heard a piece, like you just heard a clip or two and you were like, man, fuck him. Or you read about it in Vanity Fair somewhere and you were like, man, fuck him. I'm like, did you listen to the whole stand up? Like you might have enjoyed yourself. Shit, you don't even know. Right. You just want to be mad, man. But did you guys watch Big Brother? So I honestly didn't watch it, but you know, I always keep my ears to these internet streets. So (laughs) um I know about what happened this past season, and it was something that had never happened before on the show where there was a black winner after 23 seasons so take out the whole celebrity big brother where tamar won that doesn't count because it was a celebrity version but just 23 seasons of regular u.s big brother there had never been a black winner let alone a person of color winner wow so yeah which is crazy you think it was 23 on purpose so yeah so basically the black people when they came into this house they were like looked at each other like say less and they just automatically form this black alliance called the cookout to where they made the blackest name the blackest that they could pick i love it i love it and they pretty much made this um bond from the start like hey no matter what happens we're not voting each other out we're gonna give one of us a chance to win there was actually a um howard alum there a a woman i forgot her name i have to look it up but she was actually on the show as well but um they even said in like post interviews that they did have some strong connections with people who weren't, you know, black, that when it came down to vote, they really had to make that tough decision. Like, do I want to keep my friend here who I really have a good relationship with? Or am I going to sacrifice them for the greater good of this alliance to get <laughs> like, the, win? the greater good? And they oh, did what needed what to I'm be done. Fucking weird. Come on. Black people unite. Unite. Yes, and that's what they do. Unite. Yes. Unite. So shout out to Xavier. Prather, he was um the winner for Big Brother. Dave, you're just, Prather. We see you, big dog. Shout out I'm to happy you. To see it. Damn, I'm happy to see it. And it's crazy. Two things. It's crazy because the whites and others who were voted off, they were like, you know what? I get it. Like, I understand why they did it. So I'm not even mad. Da, da, da. But of course, the internets are like, this is reverse racism. They Stop they got together in order. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> you saying that the white people don't be forming alliances? Because how else did no black person ever win? Shut up. But America is a white alliance. How like, many people start? How many people are on Big Brother? Is this um, like a show it starts for like twenty something people, right? I think so. Yeah, and they oh. get like voted off and do different stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because so, it's um, it's just like stationary Survivor. Yeah, pretty oh. much. They're in the house all day. I'm here for it. Did you know Survivor got a, a new season that's out now? Yeah, Girl, yeah. I'm my lady been watching it. Five years ago. I'm you waiting to like, you know, I, I love Survivor, man. I'm here nah, for it. And then this, apparently this time around, it's only like 26 days. So like, it's way tougher. I'm like, y'all are oh, assholes. Gosh. And then they're like not giving them I'm food. 
And then it just like, they just try to make it just even more ridiculous. I'm like, y'all are some assholes. Like, it's just like, and then even, yeah. I like, I feel like even, uh, what, what's the host name? Jeff Probst. He even looks old now. Like, I feel like he's stressed yeah. out by all the going on. My man is tired. He's been hosting the same show for like 25 years. Yeah, he's tired. It ain't been on 25 years. It's been on since like 2000. So 20 years. So 21 years? Um, okay. I ain't, saying, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't giving him that extra four. I'm not giving it to him. No, he can't have it yet. They'll still be out here probably in the next four as well, man. Can, can we talk about how Big Brother decided to make the first Black winner on season 23, Michael Jordan's number? I just feel like that was special right there. And you have like on, it was on the Jordan their shit. And, and you have on a Bulls jersey. Come on. Come I on. I thought about that, actually. I really did. So. And our birthday's on the 23rd. Talk Come about on. it on our Jordan shit. 23 yeah, is a special number. number in the lottery. It is. Got to, now we got to play that number. Black 20... people say saying that. When they see a number two times, they be like, ooh, I got to play that. I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess they kind of are, but whatever. It's... <laughs> It's real. It's real. I'm just I saying, man. I my birthday on the clock two times. Yeah, I got to play that. Like, what? 23 is a sacred number to, to Black Spin that out there. On that note, I want to talk about the Housewives of Potomac. Now, I know Tristan is going to be mad about this. You don't know what we're going to be talking about. I have no idea. You, you take it away, Potomac ladies. Girls. Nicki Minaj is about to be on the reunion, and I cannot wait. Hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Nicki Minaj is on this show? She is going to pop up at the reunion because uh, weeks ago, probably like a month or some change ago, mm-hmm. she had tweeted out um, basically saying that she wanted to host a reunion because she's all into the show, was telling everybody to go watch, yada, yada, yada. And so Andy was like, what? You want to host this reunion? So then they just shot the reunion a couple days ago and there is pictures of Nikki there. So clearly, I believe it's towards the end, he brings her out to like ask a couple questions type of things. And the girls are excited to meet Nikki. Nikki's excited to be there. So she's not hosting the entire reunion, but yes, yeah, she will be there. And I, I hope I, Andy asked her about hey. the vaccine. I just wanted to get back. Like, are you back? You know, you know, Bravo Andy is messy as hell. He gonna be like, so Nikki, did you get vaccinated to come here today? Right, right. That's <laughs> all I need. You're not vaccinated. Would he really he ask? Because that like was the whole up? reason for not going to. He should. He asked that to the girls on the show, but he might not have that energy with Nikki because Nikki will gather his ass up very quickly. So I don't know, but I cannot wait to find out, child. I just would not want to make Nicki Minaj my enemy. It just feels like it's not a good idea. Like, I just feel so like she's, who, she's a little crazy. Who's got crazier fans? Beyonce with the Beehive or Nicki Minaj's Barbs? The Beehive. Because I don't beehive. think one of the enemies with either one of those people. It's for sure the Beehive. Because, I think the like, Beehive with their presence on, like, social media and how they'll attack you on social media, the Barbs are just crazy. <laughs> like, I just crazy. Like a Barb really. might really show up at your house. That's what I'm saying. They're crazy like, in real girl, life. You fighting me over some girl you don't even know. <laughs> I mean, the barbs are goons, sure. But like the Beyonce's is just like once the Beyonce stand like tags you like you, you almost can't go anywhere. Like you could be at Starbucks and somebody gonna be like, that motherfucker's right there. Get a latte. Get his ass, girl. I can't believe you said that about Beyonce. Yeah, that's true. They do. They definitely be standing hard. But I feel like Nikki's fans are a little more violent. So I just I don't, don't know. know. I, I think I'm- like, I feel like y'all right now know several Beyonce stands. Like, how many Barb? How many Barb's do you know? 
I feel like the barbs, they'd be like, sneaky with it. They'd be like, there's two types. There's, there's one that's like out there and open, like, you know, they stand naked, they're barbs at them, but then there's other ones be like just in the cut, waiting for someone to pop off so they can just be popping yeah, up. Ninja on barbs. You. She got ninja like barbies. Me. Yes. Like, ninja barbs. She got the ninja barbs. Uh, and the thing about the barbs are that they be young as fuck and they be white as hell. You can. Uh, <laughs> you got white, white barbs? It's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, what? The whites love Nikki. I I didn't. I mean, like I'm wrong. I know she has white fans and I assumed they were a couple. I didn't know she had a, a young white girl army. That's that's impressive right there. That's Not impressive. even just white girls, guys too. Like yeah, everybody love Nikki. I mean, Nikki's dope, don't get me wrong, but I didn't I didn't know her reach extended so far. But I mean, Super Bass is like one of the coldest songs ever. So I mean it's real. I know you ain't just sit on Beyonce's internet and say Super Bass is a good song. Super Bass is a good song. Good song. What you mean? Boom 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 This one for the boy with the boom sisters top down AC with the cooler sisters when he come up in the club and be blazing up. Got stacks on death like he's saving up. Oh my god, that's just as first as the most singing pop bottles and they got a right now. Starships was terrible. That was ass. Yeah, that was ass. That's Esther Dean. Don't do Esther Dean, girl. She had her name all up on No, that. and you can hear Esther Dean in there. She got that check. She got that white people check, but I hate that song. Mm-hmm. No, that, that was touched by Esther. That's a classic. That's a I great hate song. every time, and I hope this song don't get stuck in my mind. I hate when that happens. Next thing you know, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up like, I just really enjoyed that song. Oh like, gosh. it caught me. It caught me, because like I didn't want to like it. But then you hear it and like it was just melodious as fuck. Like, what were you supposed to do about that? And then the flow was just cold. It was fast. You wanted to learn the words because they were a little tricky. It was a good time. And then she was just coming off a monster. It was it was a good time in life. Now, the, video, the video with them wet and wild pink wigs. I don't know about all that, but the song was good. But yes, that is what I'm the most excited about. So for this Potomac reunion to see Nikki with the girls, like what is she going to ask them? What is the vibe going to be in this season of Potomac has been crazy. What wig will like, she wear? All the new cast people with all the new cast members, the change dynamic of friends and everything. It's just been a whole lot going on. So I think this reunion is definitely going to be explosive. I hope they have three parts. And yeah, they got to have three parts. Oh, and I can't wait for the husband to come out. Re- reunion shows aren't just so, one part. I am anymore. so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. <laughs> I am so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. Like, rubbish. What are the odds that he would have been there, girl? Right, what would have changed? What would have happened? Nothing. Y'all need to send me a study guide because clearly I know nothing about this world. Like, oh. I thought reunion shows had one day apart. That was the point of it being a reunion show. They, they, three three parts parts. they, they film all day. So they literally make three parts of them filming all day. Okay. All right. The more you know. That's to have all the segments. We want to hear from their husbands. I want to hear from Mia drunk. I want to hear, hear from the mamas. I want to hear from me and mama. I want to hear from uh, Candace's mama. They bring their mothers on. Messy, be messy boots. Oh, yes. They be having people's mamas on there. They, so is they... the Housewives more like loving hip hop now then? Oh, no, it's no. not loving hip hop. No. Don't, don't do that. I'm talking about with it's like. definitely the the reach that it extends into like the people's lives 
Because like with some shows, they kind of keep it like to the people that are there. And then every once in a while, you get another person. But like with Love and Hip Hop, it's like so many different relationships that happen in the show that they're focusing on. So I'm just saying yeah. in terms of that. Or yeah, like, that's what there. I don't like about Love and Hip Hop. It's way too many damn cast members. There's way too many people, at least with um, like Housewives, they do. They have the same core people. They probably mm-hmm. have two friends of the show each season. Okay. And, they mm-hmm. and then like five to six main people who are on it. the main person might change like one time okay but they, they, do, they do involve their kids you know some a couple of the mamas are on there here and there so yeah it does yeah, extend yeah. to the other uh, family members as well and it's crazy because if you've been watching these shows for all these years you'll see their kids grow up on screen it's so crazy to see like mm-hmm. like dr heavenly and Laura. we literally met Laura when she was like what eight or something like that and now she's just turned 16 and it's just like this baby girl grew up before us and she's so beautiful and it's like and she's like the only one that can keep heavenly in check because she'd be she'd be checking her mama <laughs> be so we're really at the age where we're like oh i knew you when you was such a little baby facts or even like housewives of new jersey we saw a year grow up on tv and all and so it's, it's just mm, crazy Riley once before Oh, girl, New Jersey wasn't white. They was almost like they was flipping tables. Like the Italian women? Mm-hmm. New Jersey yeah. was good. Yeah, look, I stopped. Like a spicy mayo, but I never spicy got mayo. either. Right. Like a Chipotle mayo or something? Yeah, yeah I stopped when uh, Teresa and Joe went to jail, but up until that point, it was good. But um, Or like seeing Candy Daughter Riley grow up, like you literally see these yeah. kids grow up because they've been on Housewives for like 10 plus years. At this well, point. Then, let me ask this question then. So are there any Housewives shows that like y'all just don't watch? Like y'all don't watch the Housewives, the real Housewives of Salt Lake City? I hear that one's been I tearing do. up the charts. I watched Salt Lake City. Um, it started last year and I said after last year, I wasn't really going to pay attention to it anymore. But because of everything going on with Jen Shaw and her getting arrested, I want to see what happens because she gets arrested on the show. Like as they were taping, they came to arrest her. So I got to see what happens what with that. What the fuck? They just yeah. They, so it turns don't. out you're scamming. We are in the time of scammers. It's like, uh-huh. are you getting this? Are you getting this footage? We're gonna use this on the show. Exactly. That is a like, moment. No, that... They came to arrest her as they was going on like a little cash trip, and her husband te- coaches uh, football at the university or whatever. But apparently, like her business wasn't legit. Like last season when the ladies asked her what she did she would like have this workaround answer you wouldn't be able to understand what she did but it turns out she had this like I guess this multi-level marketing kind of scheme where she would get elderly people to sign up to like basically teach you how to own and run a business and then we'll get you you know clients and then we'll help you grow and stuff like that but they were basically taking the people's money and then when the people the elderly people weren't able to do it they would charge them another fee in order to like get out of it so it was like this big old scheme oh was that her scam yeah money on top of money jesus yeah and apparently they're saying because she's the ringleader and like all her people are now starting to like rat on her they're saying like it might be a guaranteed jail sentence like they're gonna go hard on her so she might not be able to wiggle out of this one Ooh, she ain't gonna get no fillers in jail or nothing. Her face is gonna go all down. Oh Lord. Right. Ooh, Lord. I'm really mad that was the first thing that came to your mind, but that's fine. Whatever. The Housewives <laughs> Nation. See her, you would know why she said that. So the, I so I, I'm just, I guess we'll just say the Millennial Masterclass. We're here for the Housewives Nation. We uh, I guess we'll be throwing them yeah. our support. My gosh, I never thought those were words that would come out of my mouth, but you know they're there. It's happening. Oh, what a time! <laughs> to be alive my gosh yes well i believe that does it for recess guys i've had a good time with y'all today we've had a nice time we've we've shared a drink we should have had a toast low-key to the first episode but we can do that later 
you know. I was like, what? When did we all have a drink? I've been sitting over here. Y'all ain't telling me. Oh, I had <laughs> I, I, I had one. <laughs> I thought we were all drinking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my apologies. I got my it was just park. me. It was just me. Next all right. That's fine. But yes, yes, yes. So do, do we have any parting words, guys? Um, Embrace the darty. It's the new Embrace way of life. The darty. Embrace the darty. You know what? I'm gonna start embrace the darty because you're too old to party. Nigga, yes. that Loki, that Loki belongs on a t-shirt. And I might have to start like a whole event planning this where I just like go around cities planning like darties, and that's gonna be my little slogan for it. And we're just gonna have a great turn. It's like a pop-up darty, you know? A pop-up darty for the darty. Yeah, 30 plus embrace like the darty when you want a party is that what it is yes <laughs> yes that's let me write that down so we're selling merch guys um you can get one yes. of our shirts <laughs> on your masterclass podcast.com um we'll have t-shirts they will be um and we'll actually have bomber jackets as well that we'll say yes. embrace the bomber the jackets. yeah we already have them in our pre-production Yes, yes. Sure. Sean, do you have any any parting words for for our for listenership out there? Uh, Shauna May is just happy to have been here today. I okay. had a great. All right, time. thank you, Shauna May. Appreciate that. <laughs> thank you. We appreciate that, Shauna May. Thank you. We'd like to talk to Sean the Dawn. If you could pass the microphone over to her hospital bed, we would like to talk to her at any point in time. The just Dawn. Follow us on all the social medias, Instagram at the Millennial Masterclass. It's, it's working podcast. again, guys. It's working. You can follow us now. Oh, yes. <laughs> Since social media is back up, shout out to Marky Mark and the, <laughs> Funky bunch. Marky Mark and the who? The Funky Bunch. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. All of them over there at, uh, you know, Facebook, Facebook and them, you know, Instagram and them, you know, what's happening, all of them. Shout them out, you know, you know, my man, Marky Mark. They lost their job when that, that, when that happened. No, I'm kidding. I'm not, my, I don't have anything. The only thing I will say to, to listenership out there is that as the parties change, of course, party responsible, but you know, when you go out there, don't be afraid to go have fun. Don't be like, I'm too old to get out there and bust a move. Go bust that move. You need to stretch out first. You do it. Okay. Just get in the corner somewhere in private where nobody sees you and then get yourself together and hit the floor. Okay. Have your tequila and hit the floor. The party. Honestly, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I stretch before I go out now. I have to. Because if I don't, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to be in the middle of, of, a, of a move and then that knee lock up. I don't want it. No, That's man. Right. You gotta <laughs> gotta stretch. I did a cat daddy the other day. We were out like in Baltimore and I did one and I was into it. I was killing it. And I was like, maybe like like three cycles in, I was like, I gotta come back up. My knees aren't aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing right now. I just just know that I'm still about that life. I'm still about that party life. You know, the plans may change, but the vibe remains the same. Until the next time, guys, this has been the Millennial Masterclass Podcast. I'm Tris. I'm Liz. I'm Shauna. This is the time if, if, if Shauna May wants to talk, <laughs> she can talk. Now Shauna May can come back. Nah. Shauna May, thanks oh, for having me. Lord. Bye, girl. Until the next time, y'all. <laughs> Peace out. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Lord, Sh- Shawna may gonna get her own segment. Believe it or not, it's gonna happen. Oh Lord! 